Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 9th of December. Good to have you aboard as we are rolling toward the weekend. Everybody's weekend about to get started. You know the way it works as we wrap up. Week number six, I believe, of Zaslow Show 2.0. I'm so grateful for everybody making it happen. Our listeners, of course, you guys are the most important. Can't do any of this without you guys. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, however you're listening to the show or watching. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Zaslow Show. Make sure you do all that good stuff for the algorithm, and then I get all the monies. Thanks to our sponsors through six weeks. Thanks to our soon-to-be sponsors 
I, I love you guys too, all right? I'm excited to have you aboard when you're ready. And if you're looking to get involved with Zaslo Show 2.0, you go to the Twitter page, at Zaslo Show. You can see on my bio there, I got the email for advertising. You send me an email. If it works for you, we'll see if it works for us over here, and we'll get something figured out, and we can be partners, and then I love you long time. All right, so we got a fun Friday show, and of course, Zaslo Show 2.0 is always presented by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. If you have any kind of personal injury you're dealing with, an accident, car accident, bike, motorcycle, slip and fall, I don't know what the accident was, but if you're dealing with an injury, I gotta send you to Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys because I trust them. Look, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, I'm not sending you over there someplace that I don't know. I'm not sending you over to some place that's not going to be able to get you the money that you deserve while you heal, while you rest up, while you get healthy and you get better. Let them take care of all the extracurricular stuff. They're, you take care of yourself, they're also going to take care of you. You'll get a lawyer on the phone right when you call them. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. All right. So we got a lot happening here. By the way, see, I got my hat. That's right, Johnny Cuba. It's Friday, which means we're going to be spending time outside Zaslow Mansion patio. I got my feet in the water. Got a little nice sun shelf. I got my feet in the water. I'm sitting right there, and I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. All right, that's right. I got the hat right there. You can get your gear, too. Johnny Cuba, it's a lifestyle. European roots of the Caribbean soul. Start your weekend. Come on. When I get done with the show today, you know what I'm doing. A refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a six-pack right now. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got holiday specials right now all through this holiday season on six-packs, all right? Johnny Cuba, don't forget the mantra. Stay tranquilo. That's a good-looking hat right there. All right, anyway. So, we got a lot happening here. And we got a fun show. We're going to talk to Raja Bell today. My pal Raja Bell, former NBA, NBA veteran, He's going to join us on the show, talk some NBA, will talk to me. Got to talk to him about load management. You know I'm angry about the load management. We're going to talk to Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports fantasy football expert. You know he joins us every Friday. Used to be Thursdays. That was on Zaslow Show. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Jamie Eisenberg joins us on Fridays on Zaslow Show 2.0. So he'll get us the fantasy football help. He'll get us the tips. You got the Heat and the Panthers. I got to get to that. But first, I may as well start with the Thursday night football last night. Didn't see the whole game. Watched a lot of the second half. It, it seemed like a real shit burger of a game. It's 16-3 to until the middle of the fourth quarter. And it becomes 16-10. All kinds of penalties. Stupid penalties. Holding or pass interference. You got to unsportsmanlike conduct. Seemed like, seemed like a chintzy call. And Baker Mayfield leading a 98-yard drive. Penalties helped in a major way, but leading a 98-yard drive, seconds remaining, wins it for the Rams, the world champion, but the lowly Rams. 17-16 essentially ends the Raiders being a feel-good story the last few weeks, and the, uh, uh, the Baker Mayfield, who didn't start the game, he came in after one series, didn't start the game, he kind of saved his career last night. You know, Baker Mayfield plays the whole game, and... Does nothing, you know, three points they got, game's almost over, and it was, yeah, same Baker Mayfield, like, he sucks. And leading that comeback very late in the game, he made some big throws. I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't feel any different about Baker Mayfield today than you did last night, but 
he did kind of save his career, at least for the time being. Because, I don't know, I, I watched the finish of that game, I kind of felt good for Baker Mayfield. And he was super pumped, I mean, obviously. Because he knows, like, I kind of saved my career tonight. You know, I live to see another day. So, a game that has no consequence on the playoff picture. Yeah, not a good game, but yet a fun finish there. And, and the Rams get the 17-16 victory over Josh McDaniels Raiders. There you have it. Uh, also last night, so why didn't I see most of the game? Well, number one. Oh, okay, so, he, so here's what happened. Yeah, the Heat and Panthers both playing at the same time last night. And so, all right, I'm going to record both games and watch them when I get home because my son's got soccer, right? Weston Select, you 14 boys. We finished the regular season last week, 8-2-2. Two, and two. Great record. Clinched a playoff spot coming up at the end of the spring session. And Miami Classic Tournament began last night. It's being played in Hialeah and Kendall. We were in Hialeah last night. So Miami Classic Tournament, really good competition. This, this is a tough tournament. Really good competition. And my son's a goalkeeper. And they went out there and they kicked some ass. They won 4 nothing last night. I'm uh, really proud of all the boys. Four different goal scorers as well. That's always fun. My son, clean sheet, made made a total of probably five or six saves for the game. Two or three of them were big saves. So he did a terrific job out there. Clean sheet. That's how you get a tournament started. So congrats to the boys out there. Wesson Select U14. They get the win last night 4 nothing. We're off today. Back at it in Kendall tomorrow afternoon and then Sunday morning. And then hopefully everything works out and we make it to the championship. And that would be Sunday night during Dolphins Chargers. I hope that's a problem I have, actually. But we'll see. So you, you got to give it up for Weston Select, you 14 boys. Excellent start. Really proud of all those boys. But as a result, so the game was at 7.30 last night, which is the same time as the Heat and the Panthers playing. Summer record the Heat game. Okay, fine. I can't record the Panther game. Of all games, this is one of the games that's on ESPN+. And I get ESPN+, Plus. that's no problem. And I could watch the game on ESPN+, Plus on my phone while I'm at the soccer match, but I'm not trying to not watch the soccer match. So, I wasn't going to be able to watch the Panther game. Like, like, there's no way to record it on the app. I wish there was some way that you could do that. But I asked the question on Twitter last night, and some of you guys were very helpful, and you sent me messages that... The game's available on demand, so like after the game's over, you can go back and watch it. Although also, apparently, when you put the game on, if it's at a certain point in the game, like second or third period, someone tweeted to me, you could tweet at me, at Show always, and I could hit the rewind button. But the problem with that is, and I tried that when I got home, the problem with that is, and I don't want to know the score, I don't know what's happening, it defeats the whole purpose. The problem with that is, I put the game on, and then if I accidentally see the score when I'm hitting the rewind button, eh, it's over. And that's exactly what happened. I clicked it, and before I could hit the rewind button, I saw it was early in the third period. The Panthers were up 5-1. It's like, ah, all right. So 17 minutes left the game. I'll just watch it from here on out. I didn't see any goals. They won 5-1. Really happy about that. Matthew Kachuk scored. And yet a couple of the new guys who came up from the AHL because of injury situation with Hornquist and with Gudis and Lundell. And they scored as well. Bobrovsky clearly did a good enough job. And that Spencer Knight's apparently sick. Come on, get well soon. And how about Sasha Barkov? He was out these la- that, this last road trip. He had pneumonia. He had pneumonia. So glad to see Barkov back. I know he had at least one assist last night. Maybe he had a pair. So Panthers win last night. Uh, and, and obviously I'm really pleased with that. 
and, and they'll continue uh, tomorrow. They're playing at Tampa Bay. Maybe that'll be a big game, not a big game. I'm not going to spoil it for you. No spoilers here. It's a good-looking hat, by the way, this Johnny Cuba hat. You see what I got going on here if you're watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash show. A good-looking hat. All right, anyway, so I, I had that ruined for me. I-, I was only able to see the third period of the Panthers game, the Heat game. All right, I'm recording the Heat game. No problem. I'm going to get home or be able to watch the Heat game. I've been avoiding the score. I'm not checking my phone during the soccer match. The other parents know that they, they, they know not to tell me the score to the Heat game, you know, if, if we got a, a match going on. Okay, good. I get in the car. I put on my radio. Now, NBA radio, you know I'm a big listener of Sirius XM NBA radio. NBA radio is on, and little did I know, NBA radio last night was carrying the Heat and Clippers. Now, okay, fine. So I put it on, it's Heat and Clippers, I can recognize and change the channel right quick, no problem, right? Except, on the screen, it has the score of the game. Clippers 65, Heat 64, third quarter. I'm like, god damn it. I've done such a good job avoiding it. I get in the car, and the first thing I see is the score on the screen here. So that was really annoying too. I obviously turned it off at that point, and I only saw the second half of the Heat game. not going to watch the first half when I know the score early in the third quarter. So I picked up the game from early in the third quarter on. Good job by the Heat last night. I think the big takeaway is Bam Adebayo is on a tear right now. You love to see it. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 10 for 12 last night. Tyler Hero struggled a little bit from the floor. Kyle Lowry sat out because if you play a lot, you have to then rest. You got to sit out. So uh, the Heat, you don't get much from their bench. The Heat bench absolutely stinks, but they wind up with a big fourth quarter. Tight game, big fourth quarter. They get enough stops. You get big baskets late. Excellent job there by the Heat. You wind up snapping that little losing skid there, and they improved to 12 and 14. I don't have a whole lot else on the Heat for you last night. Not because I didn't see the first half, but just because it is what it is. All right. Uh, you you, you get, win a home game against the Clippers, who are minus Kawhi Leonard. Keep it moving. Win tomorrow. That's back to back wins. That has happened before. So there you have it. But Bam Adebayo, by the way, is seemingly in the midst of the best stretch of his career. So that's obviously exciting. Now, before we get to Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football, Dolphins, come on. This is the game we've been waiting for. Dolphins, Chargers. Now, they played a couple years ago. Remember, in Tua's rookie season, Tua and Herbert's rookie season, Herbert was getting all the praise. Everybody knows that. And, you know, Tua, I think it was maybe his, like, third game that he was starting. All right, there was a lot of hype around that game. But this is not the same Tua Tonga-Vailoa. This, and the Dolphins kicked the Chargers' ass that game. This is not the same Tua. This is the Tua that's awesome. This is the Tua that's better than Justin Herbert. My son, my 11-year-old son even knows, who, by the way, has been getting really into sports lately, and that's really exciting. But my 11-year-old son, he walks into the kitchen yesterday. They're debating. I think we were watching Speak, Joy Taylor, best girl star of that show. That's on the television. They're debating Tua versus Herbert. My son, he walks into the kitchen and goes, why are they even talking about Tua versus Herbert? Herbert sucks. Tua's so much better. And I'm like, you're right, son. You're such a good son. Tua... Herbert this Sunday night for everybody to see. Last week was the first big Dolphin game since week three. This is a big one. This is a big one because the match, you kind of want to end the Chargers season. You know, they're on the outside looking in. And the Dolphins, if they have any chance of winning the division, 
You have to win this game this weekend. So worst case scenario, you go into next week at Buffalo Saturday night football. A game back, but a chance to take over the division. Because if you were to win that game, you're tied in the standings. But you would have the tiebreak virtue of 2-0 against Buffalo. So if you win this weekend, and I do believe the Dolphins win. I think it's a 10-point Dolphins win. If the Dolphins win this weekend, you're 2-0. You're you're a game back of Buffalo with a chance to go 2-0 against them, win the tiebreak, win the division. And potentially, you know, maybe be first place in the AFC. So that's all of that's on the line. The division is essentially on the line this weekend. Or at least giving giving yourself a chance to win the division is on the line this weekend. Winning the AFC, the chance to compete for number one overall in the AFC in a bye, is on the line this weekend. And... The bragging rights. Tua Herbert. Where are you, Mike Tannenbaum? On my television the last couple years as if you don't suck. Telling me that Herbert is so far and away better than Tua. Look at you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide under a rock. Show your face. That's also on the line this Sunday. Is Tua versus Herbert. And showing everybody that Tua is going to bounce back from that San Francisco game. Showing everyone that Tua can play big under the lights. Which, by the way, shouldn't even be a discussion. You know how many monster games he played in Alabama? I mean, the first time we saw him, he comes in, Jalen Hurts gets hurt, he throws a bomb for a touchdown in overtime, right? And and Alabama wins the national championship. This kid's playing under the lights, big game scenario. That doesn't bother this kid. What a kid. Great kid, Tua. Love him like a son. So, this Sunday night, if you're looking for where you want to watch the Dolphins this Sunday night... I'm not going to be there this Sunday because I told you I possibly have soccer going on. Hopefully I got soccer. My son, if they make the championship of the Miami Classic, then that's what we're going to be doing Sunday night. And I'll be recording the the, the uh, Dolphin game, of course. But if you're looking for somewhere to go, you know where you want to go is Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach. All right? BrinyPubPompano.com. You could check out all the specials they have. I can tell you right now, they got live music every single night. Like, for instance, tonight, you come out, you have some dinner, you have drinks at the beach. The Briny Hour, Monday through Friday, is always 4 to 7 p.m. Live music, seven days a week. And you got lots of great local craft beer on tap. Tonight, for instance, you got the Briny Hour, which we know is from 4 to 7 p.m. And you got live music, Walt Rooney, starting at 4 p.m. How about that? Come on. And then you also have 100 Miles Out at 9 p.m. tonight. So you got like a, like a twin bill this evening, all right? Live music, seven days a week. And Sunday night, if you're looking for a place to watch the Dolphins, all right, this Sunday night, Dolphins, Chargers, Sunday night football. They got the NFL, the Sunday ticket as well. Spend the whole day there, all right? BrinyPubPompano.com, world's greatest upscale dive bar. So, very excited about the Dolphins this weekend. Very excited about everything it means. Uh, We get to start the show today with a little double dip action as the Heat and the Panthers both win last night. That's been a rarity this year. The double dip is so much better than the double dick punch. Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, we had the double dick punch. No, today we got the double dip as the Heat and Panthers both win last night. And by the way, these 49ers, they can't stop talking. I hope we play them in the Super Bowl. Oh my God, how good would that be? These 49ers can't stop talking. You see Brandon Ayuk. You know, Debo Samuel was a couple days ago. Brandon Ayuk now. This was, this was from yesterday. Brandon Ayuk, quote, still talking about the Dolphins. Dol- Dolphins, are, Dolphins are in their head. Here's why they're still talking about the Dolphins. Because they know what I've been telling you all week. If Tua is halfway decent on Sunday, 
through no with, with, through no fault of the the Fortnite defense. If Tua is halfway decent, we kick their ass, and they know that. There's an insecurity going on there with the 49ers where they know that they got lucky. They know this. I mean, they, they won by 16. You had the fumble recovery at the end. They know. Like, like it's, it's in their head. Like, damn, I hope nobody finds out. They're like, we got really lucky because Tua wasn't any good, and we didn't pressure him. This is what they're all saying behind the scenes. I hope nobody finds out. I hope no one cracks that code. Or they, uh, cracks that code. Although I hear that guy Zaslo. He seems to be on to us. You, you're damn right. But how about Brandon Ayuk? Quote, I feel like the only dogs on their roster are the ones that came from ours. Well, first of all, Bree Mostert and, and Jeff Wilson Jr. did nothing on Sunday. So I don't know about all that. I feel like the only dogs on their roster are the ones that came from ours. All right. Yeah. When does a team win by double figures? Although the score was very deceiving. But when does a team win by double figures and can't stop talking about the team they beat? Especially, it's not a rival. They're not even in the same conference. We're in the head. They know. They know what I've been telling you all week. And they're very insecure about it. They know they got off easy. We, we let them off the hook. That's what happened there. That's exactly what happened there. Tired of hearing these 49ers talk, man. Very, very chatty. Very, very chatty, these 49ers. All right, so it's Friday. You know what that means. We got to get our fantasy football on. We had week 14 get going last night with Raiders and Rams. And all guests who join Zaslo Show 2.0 are always brought to us by Johnny Cuba. That's right. Johnny Cuba, it's European roots of the Caribbean soul. Start your weekend with a refreshing German lager in a can. You can go pick up a six-pack right now. Got holiday specials. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Remember, always drink responsibly. Johnny Cuba, my new beer of choice. And don't forget their mantra. Stay tranquilo. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS Sports Fantasy Football. He's an expert. He joins us every Friday. Jamie, first, I want to get your thoughts on the Dolphins last week. You know, I've been pounding this narrative, the, the or maybe I've been going against the narrative this entire week, which is that the 49ers defense, oh my God, they confused Tua. They made him have his worst game of the season. That's not what I watched there, Jamie. I mean, I don't know what Tua's problem was, but I didn't see the 49ers defense giving him any issues. They didn't force the overthrows and the underthrows. What did you make of that game last week? You know, I, I think sometimes what ends up happening is when you have some area of concern, and in the case of the Dolphins, it was the tackles not being there of Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson, you start to you know, change the way you approach the game. And, you know, I, I, we've heard about, you know, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts and quarterbacks getting happy feet. You know, I think probably into his mind, knowing that he got beat up a little bit in the Texans game, he was trying, you know, the thought process was a little bit different. You know, he was maybe speeding up the, 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 the play in his head, or he was, you know, expecting to see a pass rush that was different. And he was just overthrowing guys and underthrowing guys just off. And so, you know, Jalen Waddle getting banged up, no support in the run game. You know, I, I think just all the things that went into it, probably from an emotional standpoint, from Mike McDaniel and Raheem Moser and Jeff Wilson going back to San Francisco, you know, there's just a lot going on there, knowing they're on a two-week, you know, West Coast trip. So I, I would just throw that game out. I think they're going to have a much better performance this week against the Chargers. They know now how the offensive line is going to look. Armstead probably going to be out again. And so just understanding no Jackson, uh, hopefully Waddle's 100% and, and, and they can make some plays against uh, what's what's been a pretty frustrating Chargers defense just from the standpoint of there's a lot of talent but a lot of injuries as well. What do you, let's do it. All right. Sunday night, Dolphins are on Sunday night football. It's two straight weeks. The first of two straight weeks that you're going to have the Dolphins 
in the national primetime spotlight. Tua versus Herbert. You know, we're, we're doing big game, not a big game coming up later on in the show today. So I'm not going to give away the answer here. No spoilers. What do you make uh, Dolphins and Chargers? Let's hear it. Well, I, I'll say it's a big game from my perspective. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, you're looking at this. It's, it's huge playoff implications. And so I think you're going to hopefully get a good offense performance from both teams. You know, I mean, I, I know the Dolphins fan would like to see the defense show up and, you know, shut out Herbert and, you know, maybe make that narrative a little bit more slanted into his favor of who the better quarterback is. But I do think you'll see both quarterbacks play well. The story that we're going to keep an eye on until the weekend is Mike Williams' status. That'll sway some things, I think, for Herbert and, and the receiving core there. Uh, but basically, all the main guys should be in play. Austin Eckler should be good. Herbert should be a starter. Um, Keenan Allen's a starter. Williams, I think you got to be a little bit concerned about because first game back, if he does play, uh, if he's out Palmer, you got to be a little concerned about because that's probably where Xavier Howard goes. Um, and then Gerald Everett will be swayed by, you know, the Mike Williams, you know, impact as well. For the Dolphins, it's, you know, the 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 key to this, I think, is A, can they run the ball? And I think they will because the Chargers are epically bad against the run. And then B, who's the better running back? Because last week, while they only had eight carries, Raheem Mostert had seven of them. So is he now back as the lead guy? I'm still going to lean toward Wilson, but I do think that both guys are at worst flex plays this week. Let's uh, go over a couple of the other games that are impactful for the Dolphins here. Jets and Buffalo, what do you got there? I think it's going to be, uh, you know, tough for the Jets. Obviously, the, the the narrative, if you follow it, last year Mike White made three starts. First one good. Second one he got hurt. Third one played the Bills and exposed him. Well, first game this year played great. Second game a little bit of a struggle against Minnesota. Now he gets Buffalo again in Buffalo. So uh, how he goes will, will, you know, will impact the offense. The nice thing that he's doing is he's connecting with Garrett Wilson, who I think you got to treat as a must-start receiver. Every game that he's played without Zach Wilson, those other quarterbacks have been fantastic for him. And now Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight, has been a very good find for them. 100 total yards into the last two games. I think even with Michael Carter coming back, you still use him as a number two running back. So really it's just Wilson and Knight as the main options for the Jets. White, Mike White is more of a desperation option, but a guy in two quarterback and super flex leagues. For the Bills, it's kind of all systems go. You're starting Josh Allen. You're starting Stephon Diggs. I want to see if James Cook continues to get more work. He was better than Devin Singletary last week, but Singletary still, I think, has the edge just based on touchdown potential. And Gabe Davis has been very disappointing this season. Still the number three. What do you make of, uh, let's do Cleveland and Cincinnati here from the Bengals side of things. The game is important for the Dolphins. And of course, on the other side, uh, Deshaun Watson. If, if you went out on a limb last week and you decided to start Deshaun Watson, uh, what do you do going forward now this week? Well, I think you bench him if you started him last week. You know, it was, it, it was, it was worth the gamble because there were, you know, at least one quarterback on a bye and, and Kyler Murray, I know for me, I had a couple of Kyler Murray leagues where I went to Deshaun Watson and, and ended up losing one and winning another. Um, but in any case, I think you, you put him back on the bench. You know, he looked awful. Um, they did lose three offensive possessions because of, you know, three, you know, special teams defensive scores, you know, two, two interception returns and, and punt return. So hopefully a week under his belt, shake off the rust, play a little bit better, probably chasing points because I think the Bengals offense shows up here. So for the Bengals, I mean, it's, it's all systems go. You know, Joe Burrow gets Jamar Chase back. He was fantastic again last week. T. Higgins is great. Joe Mixon's coming back from the concussion. You're starting him. Uh, fortunately for those people that are starting Samaj P. Run without Mixon, you know, you lose out on what, what's what been a great two-game stretch for him. Um, and then Tyler Boyd's, you know, kind of a desperation number three receiver. So Amari Cooper has been very home road dependent. This is another road game for him, but it's not a long trip. So maybe that helps. But uh, until we see anything more from Deshaun Watson, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, is more hands-off right now. How about Minnesota and Detroit? Like, you know, for folks who have Jared Goff, is he a must-start? 
He is this week. You know, I at least, you know, I have a rank. He's a, he's a number one quarterback. Uh, he's been very good at home uh, in six of seven home games, 18 or more PPR, 18 more fantasy points, excuse me. So his his floor is very safe. And the ceiling we saw last week, 25 points, you know, his best game since they traded to TJ Hawkinson. So this game is expected to be in the low 50s based on what Vegas is telling us. I would agree. I think both these defenses are struggling from a pass game perspective. So I think we'll see. Uh, and and the, run, the run defense, at least the Detroit run defense, has turned the corner a little bit. So... I think we're going to see both these quarterbacks throw quite a bit. I love the setup for both of them. Uh, Kirk Cousins has basically been a monster in Detroit. You know, their defense has been bad for the majority of his tenure there in Minnesota. So I think you see Amara St. Brown play well. DJ Tark's coming along. You know, maybe we'll see if Jameson Williams plays a little bit more. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I think, should be fantastic in the passing game. He's my starter of the week. And then for the Vikings, you know, Cousins, uh, Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, revenge game. And I think Adam Thielen will play well in this matchup as well. How about Tampa Bay and San Francisco? Brock Purdy, he was very good last week against the Dolphins. So what do we do this week? It's two really good defenses. You know, I know the Tampa defense has been beat up a little bit. You know, losing Shaq Leonard, for example, has been tough. Uh, excuse me, not Shaq Leonard, uh, Shaq Barrett. Um, Shaq Leonard's for the Colts. Um, I, I think you just look at, uh, you know, Brock Purdy's going to have to, you know, prove a lot clearly with, uh, with the loss of Jimmy Garoppolo. But the thing is, and you saw this last week, they make things so easy. Kyle Shanahan makes things so easy for, for quarterbacks. And that's not to take anything away from, from Garoppolo, but you got McCaffrey, IU, Kittle, Debo. There's just so many weapons, and all you got to do is throw it to them in, in a short space, and they make so many plays, yards after catch. It's the same thing with the Dolphins offense as well. So I, I think Purdy will be okay. I think those guys will be okay. The one that makes me the most nervous is, is Ayuk because he's the one that makes the most plays down the field. Um, but I think all the other guys are certainly in play. And then for the Bucs, look, if, if Brady doesn't rescue them and, and the offense doesn't you know, show up in the last three minutes, you're talking about a really bad day across the board. Mike Evans has been awful lately. I don't know what's going on there. Brady can't connect with him. Godwin is safe. The running backs are going to struggle to catch, to run against the 49ers, but they're going to be so involved in the passing game. That saves them in PPR. So Rashad White's slightly ahead of Leonard Fournette. But uh, to me, Chris Godwin's the safest player on the Bucs, and he's really the only one I would say is a must-start across the board. Let's do a little Monday night football here. It's the Patriots and Cardinals. Go ahead. I mean, the Patriots, it's a great matchup, you know, but can Mac Jones, you know, overcome the play calling and the, and the lack of weapons? You know, Jacoby Myers, somebody got to keep an eye on to see if he's out there because he's been the safety blanket for for the Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson is a must start. He's been a, uh, a star this season and, and Damien Harris still dealing with a thigh injury. Um, I do not think he's expected to play, but, you know, we're still in, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is, is the discovery days for the Monday night game. So by Saturday, we'll know the answer there for Harris. But um I, I do think a good sleeper for this week is Hunter Henry. The Chargers, the, the Cardinals, have been absolutely awful against tight ends all season long. So he did score two games ago. I think he could score again this week. Uh, for the Cardinals, you know, I'm excited to see uh, off their bye because we weren't expecting Marquise Brown two games ago. He did come back and surprise us. And so how will it be with a week of practice for Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown against a good defense, but their secondary is a little bit of a mess. So I think it's a, a good opportunity for Kyler and for Hopkins and for Marquise Brown to play well. And Jamie, who are some more of the uh, the injury names that you haven't mentioned here that we need to keep an eye on the next couple of days? Big one is the Seattle backfield. Uh, Kenneth Walker dealing with an ankle injury. Their direct backup, at least based on paper, is, is DJ Dallas. He's dealing with an ankle injury also. Uh, so Tony Jones is somebody that could be interesting to look out for. Uh, more of a desperation flex play. Uh, Mike Williams, I mentioned, you know, we'll see if he comes back. That impacts how that Chargers passing game is going to look. Uh, Cortland Sutton is probably going to be out dealing with the hamstring injury. Uh, Mixon again is expected to play there for the Bengals and then you have uh, the Trevor Lawrence injury that's obviously a big one you know dealing with that foot problem he is expected to play if he does play I don't think he's a bad fantasy option this week and so could be fun to see how he does against that Titan secondary which is bad for the majority of the season great job as always Jamie tell everybody how they can uh, hear you leading up to Sunday's action 
yeah, check us out, CBS Sports HQ. It's our 24-hour streaming network for CBS Sports. Uh, and we are on at 10 a.m., leading you up to kickoff at 1 p.m., getting you all set with uh, fantasy stuff, props, DFS plays, uh, injuries. You know, we have you covered everything you need for the NFL. So check it out, 10, p.m., 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, CBS Sports HQ. Awesome, Jamie. Thank you, pal. We'll talk to you next week, man. You got it. Thank you. All right, so I'm sure Jamie was able to help you out there with your fan. Or I hope Jamie was able to help you out there. If you still got questions, at Jamie Eisenberg, it's Jamie with a Y, and he will help you out all throughout today, tomorrow, leading up to Sunday's games. You tell him Zaslo sent you. Don't worry, he'll he respond to you. He responds to everybody. You can always hit me up at Zaslo Show on Twitter. Love hearing from you guys at Zaslo J on Instagram. I'm an influencer on Instagram, but still. I love hearing from you guys, all right? I always love responding, so check that out. Hey, by the way, tonight, uh, going to Impact Wrestling. I'm going to, I've never been to Impact Wrestling. I'm hoping to see some of the guys we gave tickets away to. Thanks to Ross at Impact Wrestling for setting us up this week with, uh, with a handful of their stars. We had Brian Myers. We had Jay Vidal. We had Bully Ray, who was excellent. So if you missed any of that, you go back in the archives of Zaslow Show 2.0. You can go on the YouTube.com slash show as well. Bully Ray was so... Bubba Ray Dudley. Bully Ray was so good yesterday. One of my fa- all-time favorite wrestling spots we've done. So if you missed any of those spots, you go back and check that out. I'd appreciate it. Make sure you like, rate, uh, comment, all that good stuff for the algorithm. You know, how, you know how that works. I don't know how that works, but you know how that works. And then I get all the monies. So there you have it. I'm excited to go to Impact tonight. That's going to be fun. They're doing a, a TV taping, Winter Warfare, tonight and tomorrow. Ticketmaster.com. If you're looking for your tickets, if you see me, say hello. I'd love that. So looking forward. My son and I, we are going to Impact Wrestling tonight. That's going to be really fun. Now, it is Friday. And I know you, you're probably saying to yourself, Zazlo, I got to know. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? Let's do it. Big game, not a big game. Every Friday, we've been doing it for years. Your entire life, Friday rolls around. And you're saying to yourself, Zazlo, I got to know. Well, now's the opportunity. You're going to know. All right. Big game, not a big game. We start things off Saturday, 2 p.m. Fox, England versus France. The World Cup gets going again today. That's right. We're in the quarterfinals. You may be listening right now, and you might already know what happened in one of the games. I don't know what happened. You're in the future listening right now. I'm right now. I got the game on my television screen right here. We got here. Look, I'll I'll actually let let me give you a live update here. You got Croatia and Brazil going on right now. And I'm in the past. You're listening to this, but I got Croatia and Brazil nil-nil. They're in the first half. You're listening right now. Maybe you already know who won this game. You're in the future. You know. I don't know. But tomorrow, 2 p.m. Fox, England versus France. That's a big game right there. I mean, these two countries, they hate each other. I don't really know that. I'm I'm trying to hype it up. But England-France feels like a really big thing, all right? We got plans tomorrow to watch it before my son's soccer match. England versus France, that's a big game. Tomorrow, 4.30, Bally Sports channel Bally Sports Florida sucks but it is what it is Panthers at Lightning hate the Lightning I believe this is the second matchup this year the Lightning of course have gotten rid of the Panthers in the postseason the last two years very embarrassing fashion last year Panthers looking for back-to-back wins they've done it this year not many times but they have done it 
Tampa Bay, they're ahead of the Panthers in the standings. The Panthers are still on the outside looking in as far as the playoff picture is concerned. But it was good to have Sasha Barkov back. Can the Panthers win back-to-back games? Can they get a win at the Lightning and maybe get this thing going? Panthers at Lightning, that's a big game. Moving on. Tomorrow, 5 p.m., Bally Sports Sun. That's the better of the two channels. Bally Sports Sun, San Antonio Spurs at your Miami Heat. The Spurs have lost 60 of their last 61 games. They, they don't win anymore, all right? They suck. They're, they're, they're tanking for Wembenyama. They're trying to get that number one pick. Spurs are really bad. The Heat, look, the Heat are not good. But the Heat are going to look for back-to-back wins. You got Bam playing probably the best basketball of his career. Who's going to be out due to resting tomorrow? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. We're going to talk to Raja Bell about that coming up in a few minutes here. Spurs at Heat, not a big game. It's not a big game. I can't do it. You got both teams are under 500. The Spurs are terrible. The Heat should take that ass. I mean, that should be a given. Not a big game. Moving on. Sunday, 1 p.m. CBS. New York Jets at Buffalo Bills. That's right. I hate these teams like poison. I wish both of them could lose. That can't happen. Both of them could tie, but both can't lose. That's not how it works. Jets, you're hoping that the Jets knock off the Bills here, so you got a chance to gain a game. All right. Bills, I hate their guts too. Do you want them to go into next week's game with a a little bit of a winning streak here? Feeling good about themselves, those and the Dolphins? No, I don't think so. So we're all going to be rooting for the Jets, unfortunately. Jets at Bills Sunday. That's a big game. I got one more for you. I don't know if you know which direction I'm going in, but here it is. Sunday night, 8-20, NBC. Sunday night football, Miami Dolphins, your favorite little football team at the Los Angeles Chargers. This is the game of games. We're going to find out who the king of kings is. Tua Tonga-Vailoa versus Justin Herbert. Everybody loves Tua. Everybody hates Herbert. And everybody's going to see Tua is by far the better quarterback of the two. Okay, first two years weren't bearing that out. But hey, the rest of their careers, so much more important. The Dolphins are going to take that ass this Sunday night. We're all going to revel in it. And Monday morning, you're going to tune into Zaslow Show 2.0. You can't wait to hear what I have to say about the big win and Tua's big performance. Dolphins at Chargers. That's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Wow. Wow. What a show today. Let's take a look, by the way, at the AFC playoff picture before we get to Raja. Raja Bell is going to join us coming up in a few minutes here. Let's get to what the playoff picture looks like. Here we go. Uh, Buffalo, first place in the AFC. Everybody knows that. 9-3. and three, They have the Jets. Kansas City at 9-3. and three. They're technically second. They're at Denver. You got to figure out to win Denver so bad. Baltimore, 8-4. and four. They're at Pittsburgh. No Lamar Jackson. I mean, Baltimore could totally lose that game. So that's a game that we want to keep an eye on for sure. And Tennessee, 7-5. They got Jacksonville. You got to figure they're going to win that game. Then you look at the wildcard teams. Cincinnati and the Dolphins, both 8-4. and four. Cincinnati has Cleveland. I mean, Deshaun Watson's still going to be rusty. I don't see any reason to believe Cincinnati doesn't win this game. And then, of course, the Jets at 7-5 and five are at Buffalo. So, you're hoping, I mean, you're keeping your fingers crossed about Bills and Jets. 
but you're hoping that Baltimore can lose at Pittsburgh, totally possible. So then, you know, if the Dolphins get back into a scenario where they're leading the division, you would be ahead of Baltimore. So that, that's another one that you're keeping an eye on. All right. We're super excited that the weekend is here. There's a lot going on, but we got to make sure we catch up with one of our pals here who uh, is, is making uh, his return slash debut on Zaslow Show 2.0. Uh, Rajah Bell, NBA, former NBA veteran, the ringer, the real ones with Logan Murdoch, uh, friend of the program. How about this, though, Rajah? How, how much I've been having you on my show for years. We mm-hmm. do it on the phone. It's great. Okay, fine. But now uh, I, I could see you. This is so much better. I say this to every guest we have on now. <laughs> it is so much better, though, right? Like, I mean, uh, I enjoy being on the phone with you, man, but being able to see the affect, dude, be able to get yeah. a look at you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just more personal. I appreciate it. You Thanks are, for having me, by the way. Absolutely. So, so Raja does the real ones uh, on the on the Ringer podcast with Logan Murdoch, and you you guys have been getting a lot of play lately. You know, I, I listen to Sirius XM NBA radio every day, and uh, they've been talking about you guys a lot recently. I think most recently it was, you had someone on, uh, and you guys were talking about the situation with Trey Young in Atlanta and uh you guys have been getting a lot of play lately man good for you yeah thank you man we uh I mean Logan and I do what we do I don't know that either of us is super interesting but we've had some great guests man like we had Sam I think it was Sam Amick was yeah. on yeah and he and uh and Shams had written an article about the Trey Young situation there in Atlanta we had David Aldridge before that who was great we had Bomani yesterday um so yeah I appreciate that man but it was really interesting to hear Sam kind of talk about Trey I I tried my best to be uh, a journalist, like it's not my background, but to ask questions um, that, that I would be interested in knowing the answer to. I think a lot of people thought I was throwing shade at Trey. I wasn't. I was asking um, Sam from his perspective, what his teammates, Trey's that, that being like felt about the situation. And it was interesting to hear his response. As, as someone who was in NBA locker rooms for many years, uh, what, what was likely going through his teammates' minds when he, he just didn't show up for the game? Uh, I, I am, <laughs> you know, I imagine, you know, you, you've been in those NBA, like there are, there's a lot going on. Like we all have our different routines. We're on the court at a different time. Um, we're getting our specific workouts in prior to going out. So, you know, I don't think it slapped everyone in the face at the same time, right? Like someone would have noticed that they were out on the court and Trey wasn't at the time they were supposed to be there. And then that would have started just kind of percolating around the locker room. Like, yo, dude, you talk to Trey. Anybody spoke to Trey? Like what's going on with Trey? Um, and it would have just been a complete distraction probably leading up to the game. Um, I think NBA players, you know, professional athletes in general are good at kind of compartmentalizing. So, you know, you could put that to bed, realize that someone else gets a better opportunity, maybe step up, you win the game. Um, and then after the game, uh, there are probably a lot of people sitting around with, with uh, you know, sideways kind of looks and, 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 and a lot of you know, under the breath kind of talking about what that looked like. You left a lot of people um, out, out hanging out to dry that night. Like they were, you have a responsibility as a player to be in that foxhole with your teammates, even even if you're not able. There, there, there are ways that you can affect the game. I've been on benches, uh, injured, not even being able to play a whole season, but just sitting there on the sideline, being able to tell a young player what I'm seeing out there or what he could do in a situation, all that has value. Um, as, as, as small as it might be, there's value in that. And you want to be there for your team. So I'm sure there were a lot of people over there that did not appreciate that. I like the, I like the visual of being in the layup line. You guys get out there start warming up, you know, 30 minutes before the game, 
Where's Trey? Where's Trey? And, you know, your kids play competitive travel sports. My older son plays competitive travel sports. And I know when I'm out there, kind of counting all the – all right, is so-and-so here? Is so-and-so here? Is so-and-so here? Like, is that happening at the NBA layup line? And they're like, oh, man, where's Trey at? Like, does that happen? Yeah, no, there's a pit. You know, you know the pit in your stomach when your when your best player isn't <laughs> yeah. there and there's five minutes to game time. You're like, what? Where's he at? Yeah. Um, yeah, similar, but like on a different scale. I think, you know, NBA players, you realize that when someone is out, while your team might be at its 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 best working capacity, it presents an opportunity for someone else. And we're all trying to make a living. So very quickly after realizing he's not going to be there, you flip into Hey man, this is, this is my time. Whatever this looks like for me tonight, like I got to get my stuff together because it's an opportunity for me. So, you know, there's that going on in NBA locker room. Um, but yeah, dude, like you certainly, hey, if Steve Nash or Amari Stoudemire or Allen Iverson or Dirk Nowitzki or any of the great players I played with, if they weren't there 10 minutes before tip, an hour before tip when we're all supposed to be there, yeah, there's a little panic going on for sure. <laughs> You know, uh, I know your boys, and I see the posts on social media. All, all three of your boys are super athletic. Uh, your older one, I know you, you're traveling around right now for football, all right? You're traveling around right now. He's a quarterback. Uh, ha- how is all of that going? I mean, I do, you know, my son right now, we started a Miami Classic tournament, began last night down in Hialeah. So our entire weekend this weekend is spent in Hialeah and Kendall. We got a tournament there uh, for, for soccer. It got off to a great start last night. My son's the go- my son's the goalkeeper, uh, which which is the the strangest dynamic because uh, in order for my son to do something really good, something terrible has to almost happen. Yeah. So it's a really strange <laughs> way to watch the games, and right. for my son, it's very nerve wracking. Your older son, especially, you're doing the whole college tour scene and all that, and he's a quarterback. What's that like as a father in the stands? Oh, man, it is so nerve wracking to watch. Um, you know, you get nervous as a player, but when you as soon as you get out there, the uh, you get nervous before the game. But as soon as you hit the field or the court, you know, that turns into adrenaline. And not when you're flowing. a parent, though, not when you're a parent, man, it is absolutely gut wrenching to sit up there and watch. But it's really been fun. Um you know, for me to kind of be on this journey with all of, all of my kids and Dia, my oldest, um, his team, American Heritage, plays for a state championship against Miami Central next weekend, and to be to be a part of 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 this this road that he's on has been cool for me. You know, like I, I guide, um, I try to give you know sage advice from experience and whatnot, but really it's his journey, and he chose football and. He's a hardworking little dude. Like he was up at six this morning before school over getting his workout in at the gym. I mean, this is a real commitment, right? Like, and, you know, obviously academics are first, like, all, you know, he's like a four, eight kid, but wow. he really is on his grind. And, um, you know, it's just been fun to be a part of it with him. And so I, I really mean it when I post and I say, man, it was just an incredible experience when we get to go to some of these places and I get to sit back and watch his interaction with adults who are, who are interested in him and see him learn how to have his own voice and how to, you know, shake hands and look someone in the face and stand up and, and be a young man amongst all of this stuff that's going on. It's been a pretty cool journey. Zach. Straight up. Really cool. You know, it, you're, you're not there yet. You're going to experience it hopefully when he gets to that next level and maybe even one of your other sons gets to that next level too. Uh, and you've experienced success at the highest of professional levels, but I would imagine you, you're going to wind up realizing one day, this is so much more enjoyable than what you were doing. Oh yeah. No, I like, it's so much, 
you know, it's, it's, it's so much more rewarding. Um, and I guess it's all about perspective, right? Like, I mean, you love your kids, like you don't love anything ever in the world, right? They're the best things I've ever done in my life. So um, to watch, to watch them be proud of themselves and, and feel accomplishment for putting in the hard work and then achieving a goal and, and seeing their successes, even their failures and when they learn from them and you can see them not make that same mistake again, like there's a, a huge wave of, of pride that, 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 that courses through myself and my wife. My wife was a great athlete too. She played, you know, she was player of the year soccer at FIU. Like, so I like to give her credit. People think it's me, but you know, she was a tenacious, you know, soccer player herself. So, you know, the kids got a good background in that regard. And, and it's, it's more pride than I ever had when I played, like I could score, you know, points or, or, or hold somebody to a, to a poor night shooting and we'd get a win and it was business as usual. Like there was some pride, but, but not like watching your kids. Like, you know, that, like, it's just another, it's a whole nother animal. As a quarterback, do you tell your son, are you preparing him that it's always his fault? Yeah, no, listen, our conversation is, uh, you know, we we've had these since he was little with all my kids, but you know, when the thing happened with, um, with Zach Wilson, it was another opportunity. And we had, we had those, it's an easy, but it's an easy one in our house. Like when things are good, um, it's we, 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 and us. When things go bad, it's me, 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 and I. And, you know, no matter what you're doing, sports or whatever, if you can kind of stick to that motto, I think you're, you're going to be okay. And it gives you, it buys you some grace with people to get it figured out and try to try to be better. And so, um, you know, the good thing about Dia um, is that he's not like his old man in that I could wake up and be completely different people. Like I run hot and cold, man. Like, you know, like most people who watched me play, um, would meet me and say, "Hey, dude, you're nothing like the guy I saw, right. like the, or who I thought you." Right. Were I be. thought you were a dirty player. I thought you were going to be <laughs> yeah. like that in real life too. Yeah, most people say that, but that's that's me. He is a very even keeled, um, super calm person, highly competitive, but really, really steady. And so, you know, as you're playing different positions, like that lends itself to PG play, like Steve Nash and. I'd say those those guys were great. They were always steady. They led. Um, they'd speak up and 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 get in your stuff if they needed to. But for the most part, they kept it here. And so Diaz like that, and it 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 kind of comes across. It lends itself to kind of playing that position. So I'm really proud of him. I'm gonna get to some NBA stuff with you in a second here, but you know, as as people who are listening can tell on you know the on the Ringer podcast, the real ones with Raja and Logan Murdoch, uh, they talk about plenty outside sports, as you can yeah. obviously hear. Uh, yesterday was, yesterday was a wild day, man. Uh, I did my show yesterday right after I watched the president speak about Brittany Griner being released, but you know, it's a super complicated and somewhat controversial scenario. Uh, did you, did I saw a lot of stupid yesterday on social media? Uh, were, were you especially, uh, bothered or annoyed? Like what stood out to you yesterday? Um, I didn't really dive into the social uh, um, with the Britney situation because I was just so happy for her and her family um, and, and, you know, all of the people who, who loved and championed, you know, to bring her home. And I didn't want that to be ruined by, you know, I'll pop in and read some of the stupid stuff once in a while, but I honestly didn't want it ruined because I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was just such, such a, you know, I felt for them, although I've never had something like that. And I pray that I don't have anything like that. Um, you know, to compare it to, um, I just felt for those people and I, and I felt the weight, you know, kind of lifted off of them and I didn't want to be distracted by that. So I was happy she was home. I'm so proud of the the WNBA community as a whole, the way they rallied and, 
and and kept it on the forefront of people's minds and never dropped the ball in regards to to championing for her to come home. Um, the the part that the NBA players played in that I thought was pretty dope. And anyone else who who, who played you know a role in it, um, I, I'm proud of them, and they should be proud of themselves. And just happy for her and her family. The only part that the part that really bothered me yesterday was and it's it's great that she's home it's great that they found whatever way they were able to find to get her home but the reality of it is the the part that bothered me was you know it's one of those deals where we got to kind of fix our own house in that situation because we just we just exchanged a terrorist to bring her back home for a crime that is not legal uh, you know a crime i say with air quotes something that is not legal on the federal level in our country and we have we are incarcerating people in this country, probably the majority black, for very similar small crimes that she just committed. And they're sitting in our prisons rotting away. We just exchanged a terrorist to bring her back for something that the same kind of people are still in prison right now in our country. And I think we, we got to take another look at that because that doesn't seem right. Uh, well, I would agree with you there. I think, you know, we're we're getting into another conversation for yeah. sure. But 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 and I'm OK with that. Like that is uh you know, that is something that I, I talk about, obviously, you know, people who, who don't know me um, and, and my background, like while I am a black male and I have one perspective in this world, that's 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 that is my reality. I, I married a white woman and she's got a completely different uh, perspective on, on what this world is. And, you know, we we work it together and we share and we so, so I get her family's views, her extended family's views. I get my extended family's views. So I actually get a really good look at it from a lot of different perspectives. And I, I try to tell people whether we agree or not. Yeah, this country is the greatest country in the world. I you know, I'm not saying when I when I lobby for change or I'm saying that there are things that need to be changed. I'm often met from different people with with all. Oh, but where would you rather be? And I'm not saying I'd rather be anywhere yeah. else. But what we're saying is we can always be better, right? Like we can always find change. And so I, I agree with you, Zaz. Like there, there has to be like some of these, some of these, some of these are in place for a reason. Some of them are just old and antiquated mm-hmm. and, and the times have changed. And so, yep. you know, I think if in, in any walk of life, you would look to, to get better and, and continue to progress and move with the times and, and laws are no different. So I've been very upset the last couple of days here, Raja. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. NBA is my favorite league. I've been very upset the last uh, uh, couple of days. Uh, the load management in the NBA, Raja. <laughs> Raja, it's it's an <laughs> epidemic. Okay? I know this. I know this about you. Let's go. It's, it's an epidemic. Uh, you know, and, and I felt so stupid the other day after Jimmy sat out the second night of a back-to-back. That's all. I was praising him when he came back the game in Boston. He's been off for two weeks. He plays 35 minutes. He sticks it to the Celtics. I love it so much. And then the second night of the back-to-back, he sits out. Uh, The load management is making me crazy. I don't get it. I know you came from a time playing, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Guys are playing, all right? They're, they're getting out there. You, you got to be bleeding out your ears uh, to be if you're a star player to be held out of a game. And here's also what I don't understand. You know, Raja, you're telling me that Jimmy Butler couldn't give the heat. And, and I'm just using Jimmy because it was a local example recently. It could be any star player. But you're telling me they couldn't give the heat 15. Why does he have, why does he play 35 minutes? He couldn't give the heat 15 minutes. What if the heat were up by three at halftime that game? And then Jimmy plays 15 minutes in the second half. That's that's not going to help the team win that game. Why can't we do that, Raja? I'm going to tell you why. I te- listen, I you know 
from my background and as much as we played, um, how I feel about this. I, I, I like guys to be out there playing. Let me say this. Now, you know, I spent a year with the Cavaliers in their front office. Um, I was probably maybe six or seven years removed from the NBA, roughly, you know, five to seven years removed from the NBA. So when I got there and I started conversing with our medical team and our, and our sports science people, I was absolutely blown away by how much data that they, that they now have compared to what we, we had, like it was virtually non-existent. And now everyone is wearing a heart rate monitor and they're able to track every step you've taken and they're able to dial you in to optimum level of performance on said game night. So if we know we're playing on Thursday, you know, Monday might be high volume, high intensity Uh, Tuesday, you know, and I'm just using who knows here, but it might be, you know, low volume, high intensity Wednesday might be low volume, low intensity. And then Thursday by the scientific data, we are at our best. And so what I would say to you is I think there's so much of that going on that if you play a player and he laces them up at all, they're counting the the work that he's doing pregame. They're counting the work that he's doing in the warmups. They're counting those 15 minutes. And in their, you know, matrix, that work doesn't allow him to be at optimum and they don't count it as a true rest day. And so when you're working solely off of that and what's going to have our players at the optimum and you're subscribing to that in this new analytical world, like you're going to get guys, he's they, they, they shut down. Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're working off of just purely shut down because that no work is what his body needs right now per this data. So we can't even play him 10 minutes. Now I like to combine the two. I like the feel. It's the same way I operate with, with, with analytics as it pertains to actually playing the game. When the feel and the analytics come together, I think you're in your sweet spot, right? Like you can't just be all feel and you can't just be all. It's a a tool to help us make the best decisions. Correct. But to answer your question, I think that's why it happens, right? Like, because all of this data and we've got all of these samples that says like, even if he goes out there and plays 10 minutes, the workload and the warm up and everything that he's had to put his body through to get those 10 minutes, it's not worth the potential uh, injury that we have this data to support could potentially happen. So we're just going to shut him down. But then there has to be, there has to be a middle ground. And what I mean by a middle ground, if we're learning more medically about what keeps these players at optimum health, then eventually we need to sit down and say, you know what? 82 games ain't for us anymore. Or you know what? Back to back or, and I don't, I don't think they do four games in five nights anymore, but that, That's not for this league anymore because what winds up happening, and these are the messages I've been getting the last few days, Raja, I got Heat fans who have been season ticket holders for 25 years who gave up their tickets this year because they're tired of driving all the way down from Boca to Miami and learning that, you know, Jimmy's off tonight. Uh, Like, It's not right. Like there has to be some type of middle ground. Well, I agree with you. I, I, you know, I know it's, it's a bigger conversation than I'm able to really participate in because I don't know the ins and outs of every TV deal. And I don't know, you know, how much is being lost when you, but I know this as a 46 year old man, my body can tell you right now, playing 12 seasons of 82 games was not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> for the way I feel like for, you know, I, I did it because it was, it made a great living for me and I'm not complaining about it, but the point is the body's not made to do that. It's, 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 it's a lot of basketball and it's a lot of, preparation just to play that a lot of basketball. So 
I agree with you. I've always said that 82 is a lot of games, um, but I but I know that this is business and it's got to take place. I here's my here's my beef. And I don't have the answer to this either, because I am now a fan who would have to buy tickets. And, you know, we we went to watch um, free, by the way, because my man David Griffin is 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 general is, is the president or whatever in New Orleans. We went to see the Pelicans play. and It was a great game. Um, but Zion played for a minute and then Zion got hurt. So this wasn't even a load management thing. It, it it changed the game for the kids, you know? Yeah. So if I were buying the tickets or buying the tickets going down and then you hit me with the last minute, hey, scratch, especially under these new flex pricings, as it used to be every ticket cost the same. Yep. Yep. Now, now I'm paying a premium because I because Jimmy Butler is coming to town. Yep. You're telling me Jimmy Butler's not going to play. I paid the premium and now he's a scratch. I have a huge problem with that. Yeah, so it's not right. It, yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but they have to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, let's do a little bit of actual basketball here. Uh, listen, am, uh, am I in for a long season here with the Heat? I mean, they, they had a pretty good win last night. I know Kawhi didn't play, never plays. Uh, but the Heat beat the Clippers <laughs> last night. I, I just, they haven't been able to string together. You know, they've won three in a row. They got to 500. They won three in a row. They got to a game under 500. And then they lose terrible games. Memphis, uh, the game against Detroit. Like it, it, where, where are we now with the heat? Like, is this what the season's going to be like? Um, I think, uh, I, I don't think that you should expect the level that you, that, that you got to last year. I don't think you can expect that as the end game for the heat. Could they still be a, a, a good Eastern conference team that is, that is really solid and a scary out in the playoffs? Yes. I think they can get to that. I trust the Miami heat as much as I trust any franchise to get things pointed in the right direction, whether it takes a little bit longer than people thought or not. They're just structurally and, and you know, sound. They, they're Everything is in place from culture perspective and expectation. There's accountability. The problem is you've had some injuries, right? Like, in, and that's always an unpredictable thing coming into a season. You can't, you can't account for those, right? So people have been in and out of the lineup. They've been injured. And quite frankly, you know, I, I think the Heat are still – Jimmy Butler is a fantastic player. I think they're a piece away is what I'm trying to say. Like Jimmy Butler, I think in Jimmy's heart of hearts, does not want to have to carry the load scoring every night. It, it's it's not his bag or his ideal role. Or he doesn't want Jimmy. to do it for 48 minutes. He likes doing it in the fourth quarter. But that's fine. Right. That's fine. But like and, – and so – that that puts you in a, in a role where where you need another guy who can carry nightly and consistently. And, you know, you're in this weird spot. Does Tyler become that? Well, the jury's still out. We'll see. Does Bam continue to grow his game? He's been he great can, lately. Right. But so but until that happens, I think the Heat are in this weird place where they might not have enough against the better Eastern Conference teams. Right. Always going to be solid. Always going to be sound. We'll figure it out once the health is is taken care of. But when it's time to get over the top, I mean, you just, you need another guy. Finally here to wrap up. It's Friday. Okay. So we do a lot of football today. Is the bell household fired up over the dolphins? Are we excited over dolphin football this year? Yeah, we're pretty excited about dolphin football, man. Like it, it's been fun to watch. It's been exciting. Um, you know, it's amazing. A, a sidebar, what a coach displaying confidence in you can do for your own confidence. Yeah. And this is as it pertains to two. I had this happen to me with Jerry Sloan and Mike D'Antoni, you know, people that didn't believe in me offensively, it bore itself out that I couldn't play offense and couldn't shoot. And as soon as Jerry Sloan and Mike D'Antoni told me, Hey, we believe in you do just let it fly. All of a sudden I could shoot. It wasn't a skill set thing. It was my confidence because someone displayed confidence in me. Why did Larry Brown want you to shoot? <laughs> Larry, what go figure, right? Um, 
but it was, you know, I find that fascinating. I love it. I love coach and, and, and Tua's relationship. Obviously the receivers are really exciting. And uh, my son trains, like I told you he was six, 6 a.m. this morning over at perform with Nick Hicks and he's Tua's guy. So okay. we have a really close connection, you know, kind of to, to Tua's training and, and stuff like that. And so we're pulling for him all the way, man. Isn't it great? You know, I, I've loved Tua since day one. Uh, I, I've believed in him. I'm so happy for him. Obviously, if the Dolphins would have gotten Tom Brady like the plan was a couple years ago, like it would have been really cool. But it's so much better when it's your guy that yeah. you can win with as opposed to renting a Lamborghini and having fun for a couple years. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, and it's first of all, it's your guy. You drafted him. Like yeah. you've grown with him. And, and I mean – like what's Tom Brady to your point a couple years, right? Like who knows? And I, you know, being in this quarterback world, I think it's so fascinating, man. Cause it, it happens in basketball when I was, when I was, you know, talent evaluating in, in basketball too, you always get the guys that just get obsessed with the, the metrics and the, the, the size and the speed and the, and the jumping ability, or as it pertains to quarterbacks, arm strength, like that's all good. I'm not saying you discount all of that, but what the hell happened to people that just win? Like what happened? It's a winner. That, Feels you, like a winner to me. You know what I mean? Or just, you know, in, in basketball, like a good PG who doesn't turn the ball over. Maybe he's not a highlight reel, but he protects the hell out of the ball and he makes everybody around him better because he can distribute the, the stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I think, you know, football too, we get caught up with 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 different angles. Hey, he's got to be 6'4", 225, and he can throw it through the stadium wall. Well, what if he can't hit a, like a, the broad side of a barn from eight feet away? Like, how does that work for you? So, like, I'm pulling for the kid. Like, I don't, you know, I, I don't have a dog in the fight necessarily, but the Dolphins have been fun to watch. And because of, you know, our little connection and, and, and having been through something like that personally as a pro, that's cool. I'm pulling for him. Roger, tell everyone how they can listen to you guys on The Ringer. Go ahead. Yeah, we come out Mondays and Thursdays. Logan Murdoch and I, we're called The Real Ones. We're on the NBA, uh, the NBA, the Ringer NBA feed. Um, there are a lot of great shows on there. We're just one of them. Uh, we don't we don't really break it down X's and O's, as you know that. Like, mm-hmm. we, we will. We'll get in the weeds with you every now and again. But we like to have a good time, tell stories. We have great guests. Um, and just generally chop it up about life and basketball, man. Mondays and Thursdays, real ones. Great job, Roger. This was excellent. Appreciate you, man. Always a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Raja was excellent as always, and you should check out. You go to the Ringer, you go to the Ringer Sports Podcast, and Raja Bell, Logan Murdoch, real ones. And as you know, as he explained there, they, uh, yeah, those guys have fun, man. They talk about a lot of stuff outside sports. That that's what you're looking for. You don't need all the X's and O's, all right. Raja's a good dude. Appreciate him joining us. Hey, I gotta take a moment, and that that's look, that that's that's real talk right there. That's that's not a hot take, all right. But if you're feeling a little bit hot, all right, maybe you're not feeling so great. Doctors on Call 365. Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. What's the price of convenience cost you? For me, you can't put a price on it. You can't put a label on it. I'm not feeling well. I call Doctors on Call 365 at 786-577-9302. You can visit their website right now, doctorsoncall365.com. Dr. Alon. His team, they come over to your home, all right? You don't have to go make an appointment. You don't have to get out of bed. You feel sick. You you don't want to go anywhere. Why can't the doctor just come and make a house call? Well, doctors on call 365 is South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. You need IV fluids. You need vitamin therapy. uh, therapy. You need uh, to be tested for COVID or the flu or strep. You need your blood drawn. Yeah, Dr. Alon and his team at doctors on call 365, they're going to do this for you right in your home. You don't even have to get out of bed. 
To me, you can't put a price on that type of convenience. Right now, there's self-pay. You got Medicare acceptance on the way soon. Private insurance acceptance is coming down the line. But look, you're avoiding crowded emergency rooms. You're avoiding crowded urgent cares. What's it worth to be seen and treated in the comfort of your home, your office, your hotel room? Can't put a price on that for me. And most insurances, they're charging emergency room co-pays and fees for urgent care visits. And in the end, you're probably paying less for doctors on call 365 to come to your home than you would if you get up and go to the emergency room. 786-577-9302, doctorsoncall365.com. And always, if you're dealing with an emergency, you got to call 911 first. All right, this has been a fun show. Got a great week. I'm looking forward to the weekend, man. I'm looking forward to getting back to you guys on Monday after a Dolphin victory. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Come on. You know that's how we wrap up the show, and we're going to wrap up the week with some big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. There was a lot of stupid yesterday on social media. You heard me talk about it there with Raja. There was a lot of stupid on social media yesterday in regards to Brittany Griner. And maybe taking the cake yesterday was Dallas Cowboys, you know, defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. Now, it's not fair they're calling him MAGA Parsons now. That that's that's not cool, all right? But Micah Parsons tweets out yesterday. And by the way, the reason I say it's not cool is because, you know, you, you got people who are angry at him because he's a black man and he wasn't happy about the black woman being released yesterday, although that's not entirely true. But you'll you'll understand they're calling him MAGA Parsons. Anyway, you'll you'll see what I mean. So he tweeted out yesterday. First, wait, nah, we left a Marine? Hell nah. And that was in response to Brittany Griner, the news that she was being swapped out for this uh, this 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 Victor boot, and they couldn't bring the Marine, this Paul Whelan home yet. Alright. So Micah Parsons then followed that with my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who have served, and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. So let me stop right there. Um, and, and then I'll, I'll read his other two tweets because it's important for context. But I, I just, I don't get it, man. Do you think that the president didn't want to bring home the Marine? Do you think he doesn't want to bring home all POWs? Do you think it's as simple as just speed dialing Vladimir Putin and saying pretty pleased with a cherry on top? Like, that's, that's all that has to happen. I mean, it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home, too. Don't you think that he tried? Don't you think it's super complicated? I just, it's, I don't understand how people can be so dumb. Micah Parsons followed it with, just spoke to some people that I respect and trust. Because, I mean, you know, he's, he was being hit with it. I should have been more educated on the topic and not tweeted out of emotion for my family and others who have served. For that, I apologize also. If what I'm told about the attempts to bring uh, Marine Paul Whelan home are true, then the best outcome was accomplished. I pray Mr. Whelan comes home, but I'm extremely happy for Brittany and her family. I'm not too prideful to admit when I've made a mistake. All right, that's fine, but here's the thing. You, you You need to get educated on the topic to realize that Maybe it ain't so simple for the president to bring home all POWs. You need someone to explain that to you. So I guess I'll go big deal because there was just so much dumb out there yesterday. All right. 
Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, Thursday Night Football, The Miz and Maurice. Oh, I mean, talk about a perfect 10, this Maurice. But The Miz last night, WWE superstar. He was there because they're at, you know, SoFi Stadium and they're promoting WrestleMania 39. It's coming up in April, two nights. Oh, what what a couple nights that's going to be. The Miz was there last night rooting on the Rams and promoting WrestleMania. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, The Miz, and we are at SoFi Stadium. Why? Because the Rams are taking on the Los Angeles, no, 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 the Las Vegas Raiders. And let me tell you something. You know whose house this is? It's not the Raiders' house. It's Rams' house, baby. We're getting ready, lining it up for WrestleMania April 1st and April 2nd. And it's going to be awesome. That's a big deal right there. I, I love when this is a cross promotion. I love when you got the WWE stars getting all mainstream and appearing on your top. Like, who the hell is that guy? But look at her. Look at the wife. Look at Maurice. Oh, my gosh. A perfect 10. That's a big deal right there. Finally, I got one more for you. Last night, cri- there were only three NBA games last night. Thursday is always a light night. Everybody knows that. Last night, you had the Heat beat the Clippers, of course. We're happy about that. You only had two other NBA games last night. One of those games, uh, you had San Antonio beat Houston. Nobody cares. Denver beat Portland last night. And you got you to hear the crazy finish here. The last two possessions, all right? Portland has the ball right now. They are down 118-117. Can the Nuggets get one stop here? Clock is ticking. 11 seconds. Lillard! has it, seven seconds, Murray's got it, Murray with three seconds, let's it go for the win, got it, Jamal Murray, cold-blooded, that was a wild finish, that is of course, uh, that's from the, the Denver Nuggets uh, television call there, Denver wins 121-120, you had the Dame time, and then Jamal Murray caps it off with the game winner on the other side of the floor. Wild finish. That's a big deal. I know a lot of people think Denver's a contender, that Denver could do something out West. Uh, I, I, I think, look, I think the West is wide open. Denver improved to 15 and 10. The Nuggets dropped, uh, Nuggets, the, the Blazers dropped to 13 and 12 after such a hot start. That's a, that's a big deal. And that is another addition A big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Yes. Great week of shows as we close Week number six, I want to give a special thank you to all of our sponsors. Future sponsors, I love you guys too. If you want to get in on the show, go to my bio, at Zaslow Show. You can see I got an email there for advertising. You hit me up if you think that this could work for you. If we think it could work for both of us, then let's partner up, all right? I love you a long time. But I want to thank all of my sponsors so far. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, title sponsor from day, from before day number one of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, 800-747-FREE. Also, Doctors on Call 365, of course. Brunt Insurance, you need homeowner's insurance, you need car insurance. I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years, from, for 10 years now. They help insure my home. They make sure that I'm safe. Bruntinsurance.com. Of course, Briny Pub Pompano. That's what we're talking about. That's where we go to watch our NFL games. And Johnny Cuba. Grab a Johnny. Get yourself a six-pack. 
Stay tranquilo. You saw that hat I was wearing earlier in the show today. What a good-looking hat. I appreciate all my sponsors so much, you guys, uh, between the sponsors and, and especially the listeners of Zazlo Show 2.0. We're six weeks through now. You guys are all the lifeblood of the show, and I appreciate you more than you know. Everybody, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday on Zazlo Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.